Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast, the only show where Garrett, Elsa, and Tosh talk about your favorite reality TV shows. And today we're talking about a, a brand new reality TV show sweeping the nation, Squid Game. Oh, Lord. No, and, uh... I have not seen Squid Game. <laughs> I've seen it. Elsa, you would hate it, I think. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a new CBS original uh, reality no, TV it's... show. It's going in that 1030 time slot after Love Island. And um, oh yeah, it's it's great. It's great. A lot of viewer participation. Um, I, I yeah, have no stuff. interest in watching Squid Game. I watched the whole thing in one night. Me too. Um, oh, not in one night. Because I was just sick oh. of everyone talking about it. By the way, and... Alyssa is here. <laughs> I was <laughs> no, <it's true. laughs> I'm just a part of the family now. I don't even need to introduce me. Our very best friend Alyssa is here. Our cover artist. Yeah. I'm the viewer of the show. The viewer of the podcast. The face of the show, literally. Because we're we're the the voice of the show, but you're the face of the show. Yeah. By drawing us. You run the fandom too. (laughs) Yeah. You're the head of the fan club. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How many Uh, members have you got to join? uh, As member of as president of the fan club is your duty to get people to listen to the podcast. <laughs> okay, well, I promote it sometimes. And solely on, on you. On. It's yeah. not our yeah. fault at all. You have to spread the, the good word of the Get Real podcast. I'm working door to door. It. The Get Word. Door to door. <laughs> well, what are, we, what are we drinking today, crew? The early morning crew, another early morning pod. It's Tap not water, early baby. morning. It is, it is early morning. Okay, it but it's 11 a.m. on a Sunday. People go out on Saturday nights. Like, that's very normal. And then sleep in on a Sunday. Like, I, I, I went out last night at 12 30 last yeah. night. Yeah, I woke up at 7. Okay, we went out together. And I can't, I need to sleep. Me too. <laughs> like, I have to recover. Baby needs his beauty sleep. Yeah. Well, baby. you sleep this way even when you don't go out, Garrett. Um, that is true. But I also stay up later then. I didn't stay up as late last night. I was just tired. Hmm. Well, I fell asleep on the couch. And what's then I had to move upstairs. Did you say what you were drinking? Garrett said tap water. Yeah, I said tap water, baby. <laughs> Taj, what are you drinking? Oh, my God. I have a, a Monster Ultra Gold, and I'm so excited to drink it. Okay, get that good. Taj was waiting to open it. But that was a good crack. That was a good one. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Oh my god, it's gonna be so freaking good. What about you Hello, guys? I'm, I'm gonna crack open my pumpkin cream cold brew. Starbucks. Oh. Alyssa Very is staying cool. with me right now, and we went to Starbucks. It was also Alyssa's birthday a couple days ago. Happy yeah, birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Alyssa is officially older than us. Yes. Anyways, enough about Alyssa. This is not the Geet Real podcast. (laughs) Geet too. I'm sure that there's an. I'm sure that there's another word. Gate. We could be the Gate Real. Gate Real. (laughs) 
real gate we should make a show called gatekeep and then we just like we all just like start talking about something that we found cool and then we don't tell like what it is like like oh yeah i found this new show about these people <gasps> who have to fight for their lives and uh and play little kids games and they die if they do something wrong and you're like oh what, Sur- what show is it and i'm like not. you'll never uh, know i don't think that taj knows what gatekeep means yeah i do what do you mean well what you were just explaining gatekeeping was is not what it is you with you like withhold stuff you don't tell people well not of. really okay it's not about not telling them it's about not allowing them to participate gatekeeping yeah. is is like when i go into a comic book store and people are like oh well but you don't really you don't really read comics because you're a girl that kind of thing and they're just like they just are like do people still do that really especially oh my you. god yeah you look i like... like you read comics <laughs> what what is that supposed to mean it usually happens if i go to like GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> or like if i'm if i go somewhere and i buy source books for D D, people are like oh also like, you have pink eyebrows and a sleeve yeah. tattoo you look like you read comics <laughs> that's true that's true i do i do have yeah i didn't have that last time we recorded a podcast i'm showing yeah, it, it like good. like we have an audio like we don't have an audio podcast but i have a half sleeve tattoo now which means our itchy? whole it's so itchy right now. Yeah. It's I, totally peeling. That's so awesome that you got the Get Real logo tattooed on your sleeve. Mm-hmm. Don't even really tempt me. I will. I would do that. I would do that. All right, do it. I will do it. That's a little bit too much Jack's energy for me, I think. If we get, when we hit, I don't know, how much is a lot? When we hit seven, a hundred <laughs> regular, like, consistent viewers (laughs) when we hit a hundred consistent viewers i will get a get real tattoo all right and then i'll get one when we're writers on snl oh and then i can finally make i can finally make my jerry seinfeld mickey mouse sketch where mickey mouse is jerry seinfeld and it's seinfeld but in the disney universe Um. oh I don't want Seinfeld anywhere near anything. Goofy is Kramer. Um, of course, you, Goofy is Kramer. That should did be you see given. That, did you see that Jerry Seinfeld apologized for the B movie recently? What? Why would what? he do so that? Funny. He apologized for like the uncomfortable sexual nature of the oh, relationship okay, between yeah. Barry and Vanessa. And I why would you apologize? So for funny. That? Because apparently he like rewatched it recently and realized how creepy it was. <laughs> like, <gasps> oh and my then, god! Oh, go ahead. Well, I you are if you want to keep saying this, I have an unrelated thing. That oh, I, I was feel just like gonna say that we talk about when I was watching the, when I heard this B movie stuff, I started watching the old B movie promo trailers that are Jerry Seinfeld in a giant B costume. Do you remember those? No. no. Okay, it's horrifying. And like, I remember as a kid watching this trailer and thinking that's what the movie was going to be like. Because <laughs> like it's live like, action B movie. Yeah, but like, it's creepy. It's like weird. Like, and they like keep making these jokes about like, 
how it's really difficult to get these sets and stuff. And then it ends with like, okay, we're just going to animate it. But like, as a kid, I did not pick up on that. Right. Like I didn't comprehend what was going on necessarily. I thought there was going to be live action Jerry Seinfeld B movie. Damn. Which I would pay for the remake of. <laughs> well, also the B movie promo gave us that great uh, Jerry Seinfeld on Larry King. He was talking about Seinfeld being canceled. Canceled? Do you know who I am? <laughs> and that's a good a big... Seinfeld. Yeah, that was Thanks. really good. And then they Do you watch Seinfeld? Fight. No. And then they you should watch fight, Seinfeld. Then, uh, it's funny. Larry King goes, B-movie opens this Friday. <laughs> okay, Taj, if you want to... Seinfeld. If you want a good episode to start with, find the episode, The Marine Biologist. It will not disappoint you. All right. All right. about there. you? It's all on Netflix now. No, it's yeah, not about me. I saw I'm that. technically not a marine biologist. I am just a biologist. Well, look. Wait, wait, wait. I know we're talking about. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one thing that I felt like we just need to at least mention on the podcast. Because who would we be if not if we didn't talk about this? They found the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I t- I came clean like a year ago. No. <laughs> Did you guys know this? Yeah, yeah, I did. yeah, Gary, my man Gary, and he was he was a movie reviewer too. No, he had a Letterboxd account, right? Those were fake. Oh, okay. Those screenshots were fake. Oh, bummer! <laughs> so funny. Him. And it's kind of a bummer that he's dead already. Like, is it? Did you I just mean, say it's a bummer that the serial killer is dead. That bummer. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bummer that he's dead because then we can't be like, ha ha, we got you. Um, That's what he wants. Sure, yeah. That's true. I don't know. I don't know what he wants. Um, I remember like peak 2015, 2016 meme culture was Ted Cruz is a Zodiac killer on like the most random things. Uh, yeah. Specifically, I remember doing one myself where we were in biology and we were doing a lab where we were like, doing something with beans i think and i like took a needle and wrote ted cruz is a zodiac killer on a bean and then when you dropped iodine on it it only like made it purple where i had scratched so it like the words appeared on the bean how big is that bean <laughs> tiny <laughs> like like a bean it'd be That's intricate really impressive. i i i probably have the picture somewhere i i was I can't remember if it was a bean either? or a seed. No, it was in high school. It's something uh, like that, though, like a bean type thing. Can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like that. And I scratched Ted Cruz's Zodiac Killer on it, and then we put the iodine on it. It was pretty cool. Um, I, yeah. The thing that is most shocking about that whole thing to me, though, is that I did not see one tweet about it. I didn't see any articles about it. I think I wouldn't. I would have known see- if Alyssa hadn't said anything to me. I Wait, just think really? it's kind of like oh yeah, I yeah, definitely saw stuff everywhere. I saw like I didn't see anything. tons of memes and like just people talking about it for like two days. Like I saw so much stuff about it. No, I the only stuff I found about it were stuff that I was like actively searching. Maybe I saw like one TikTok about it. Yeah, like that was like all over my timeline. So no, I didn't see anything about it. And that was why it took a to while me. to get to my timeline. Like oh. I, I guess yeah, I'm the more in the day of. I didn't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, Taj. I have a, I have a, I have an invisible hand on the pop culture sphere. 
Okay. But I my hand is slipping because you making I did... capitalism jokes? <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> because this week I actually did not watch Bachelor in Paradise season finale. I will get to it eventually, but we, you guys did Elsa, Alyssa. I know you guys did. We did. Let's I did not. hear. How was this? How was this finale? Was it a perfect bow for a perfect season? Who's no. together? Who ended no. up apart? So, oh, oh. In, okay, no, you go. In my opinion, this episode did not need to be three hours long. First of all. <laughs> It was story, three hours story long. Yeah, we, I could have gotten new. all the exact same information reading like Allie B's recap in eight minutes. Like nothing because it's the end of the season. So it's not like there's going to be a ton of drama. Yeah. I think the only really like out of the box, not even that out of the box, but like relatively notable thing that happened was Abigail and Noah broke up at the prom and then they both left. Noah pretty much was like, I don't think you like me that much. I'm going to leave. And then he just left in the middle of the party. And then Abigail went back to the party being like, he left. That's not why he left. I mean, to be fair, didn't we know that Abigail and Noah were not going to end up together because she was Dale's sneaky link? But that's oh. the thing. They did end up together. They are together now. What? Yeah, they got yeah. back together. Me too, noise. Wow! They're, they're very much together now. Like, going on vacations together, very much together now. Wow. They're And they're actually really cute together. They're super cute. Um... Yeah, that happened. I'm trying to see. And then who were those two people? I didn't know them, but Alyssa knew who they were that showed up. More people showed up? Well, well it was like the, the hosts for the week were like a successful Bachelor oh. in Paradise couple. It was Wait, no. Dean and Kaylin from Deanie Babies. Is that a thing? <laughs> That's his Instagram handle if it's who I'm thinking Jeez. of. Is Wait, it really? Uh, That's such a good thought, Instagram. I thought handle. Sarah Highland was gonna be a host. Because she's like Wells' uh, wife. Fiance. Fiance. They're not married, I don't think. They're not married? No, I'm pretty sure they're engaged. Damn, I thought she was going to be a host. That sucks. Oh, well. Yeah, they were super awkward, and clearly everything they said was scripted. They were just, they're just like not host energy. so bad. Yeah. He looked really bad. Dean looked bad. Yeah. Yeah, Dean looked bad. Was it... Wait, 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 Dean and who? Kaylin? And yeah, that's Kaylin. Oh, I remember Kaylin. Oh my god. Wait, they ended up together? Yeah. On pair? I don't remember that happening. I don't remember yeah, that happening. Yeah, like Dean came back and was like, Kaylin, I He looks horrible there. He looked, he used to be so hot. I know. <laughs> like, really? Like, I was so obsessed with him. bad. Same. Yeah, it was not a, I said, not a good look. I said that Kaylin was very cute. I said that Kaylin looked like the love oh, interest this dude in posts... this movie, but Dean looks like the stoner best friend in an 80s movie. Yeah, but yeah, that's kind of hot. Deanie babies? Deanie babies? It's Deanie underscore babies, yeah. True. Let's check that's out this guy. such a stupid... <laughs> yeah, so they showed up... I'm trying to it find, was, like... It was very weird. 
they showed up just to be like today's the last day of paradise so yeah he looks hot in that yeah. picture he looks hot but he, in on the show he did not look hot he looked no. very like, bad Whoa. This is stimulating content for our audio only podcast. Yeah. Right. yeah. Only. yeah. Basically, yeah. Has, let me tap the phone screen. He kind of just looks you. like those guys on TikTok <laughs> that has the long mullets and then the mustaches. And then they're like, Aj, I hate to break it to you. You're one mustache away. Yeah. I don't have a mullet. <laughs> You're close. I think Taj could rock yeah. a mullet. Yeah. I did have, have a mustache earlier, but. Yeah, I'll get there. I know I will. <laughs> One weekend in Jacksonville, who knows what could happen? Oh, what? don't say that. That sounds like that sounds like it's only. <laughs> Never mind. I don't. I'm not gonna make that joke. <laughs> Never mind. Back it up. Back okay. it up. All right. Um, what, what, what what happened? Uh, what happened? So they leave. Um, Chelsea. Well, before right before that, Chelsea and Natasha got sent home. They oh, yeah. had like a rose ceremony. They canceled the rose or they canceled the cocktail party. Just did a rose ceremony. I saw Chelsea weird. had a funny post about it um, on TikTok. Oh, she did. Yeah, it was yeah, like it was that. like um, you know the sound the sounds like hey hey yeah, and it's it's originally from Little Women Atlanta, yeah, and yeah, yeah. um, she posted that audio with her coming into like her house, and then the caption is like, uh you to your family when you come home single after your second dating show or whatever or something like that (laughs) (laughs) yikes yeah so then after they like the next day after the rose ceremony Wes or Wells no 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 just kidding uh Kaylin and Dean come in and they're like you need to have serious conversations now and then they're like one by one like the couples go off and like have deep conversation and like Mm -hmm. So many people go home. The first one it looks like was Thomas and Becca. And Becca was like, you're kind of like not opening up. And this seems very like, like very surface Ugh. level and too good to be true. And then Thomas cried harder than I've ever seen anyone he cry before. Crazy. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I, it, was, it was not a good wow. look for him, in my opinion. No. He looked like crazy and manipulative, but whatever. And and he so he left and she was like, wow, he finally opened up. Like, yeah, I wish I hadn't sent him home. And now they're and then they left. They, she they both left and now they are together in real life. Really? Like outside of the outside of paradise, they are together. Yeah. Weird. Okay. And then next we get Ed and McKenna, which is so funny because Ed oh, is yeah. just like, who and who? <laughs> the firefighter. The firefighter and the girl. No, I know who Ed is, beach. but I have no idea who McKenna is. So she Ed cried was, on the beach. Yeah, she cried on the beach, and Ed went on a date. Oh, the one who everyone watched cry. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it was funny because she was just like, they both sat down to talk, and he was like, "Yeah, I think we should like go to the fantasy suites. Like, I like talking to you." And she was like, "Yeah, I don't know. There's just something missing." And he's like, "Well, yeah, maybe. But if we go to the fantasy suites, fantasy suites, like maybe we'll find what's missing." And she's like. Yeah, I just don't know. It was very clearly trying to let him down easy and like, you know, just saying all the very basic lines like, oh, it's not you, it's me, blah, blah, blah. He was just like, but we could go to the fantasy suites. And it was like, it was just like two minutes of McKenna just trying to blow him off and be like, we're done. And then him just not taking the hand. He was not picking up what she was saying. And then we get the most beautiful moment ever where like they 
break up or whatever and she leaves and he goes hey boys i just got dumped and like yells up to all the people <laughs> yeah <laughs> so funny so are they now together post paradise of no. course no they're not together yeah, yeah, yeah. then then who <sighs> was it uh then it was anna and james oh anna... yeah. okay first of all <laughs> yes. james i'm so sorry to james james looks like he's stupid <laughs> it's like, just yeah. looks back hair he looks like he is dumb but they yeah obviously they anna came in like five days before this so they did not have a connection so they broke up but anna was sad about it she thought she wanted a boyfriend and wanted a relationship and then he was like actually no and then she cried about it and then we get my yeah. favorite moment of the episode. Yeah, so then- Because I'm obsessed yeah. with Aaron. So James comes back and is like, okay, guys, like, I'm going to go home. Like, I came here to find love, but I could leave alone or I could leave with my best friend. And Aaron's like, yeah, actually, I'm going to leave with you. And then he's like, oh, wait, let me talk to Tia first. And so he, like, runs over, breaks up with Tia, is like, sorry, my boy's leaving. I'm going to go. And they leave together. And wait, now they're they broke up with Tia? Aaron. 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 But he, it's not even like for everybody else, they like went on to the day beds on the beach and like had a specific conversation. But Aaron just like ran into the girls' room and was like, hey, I'm leaving. Goodbye. And then they, <laughs> the so two of them, funny. like, there was this like shot of them like riding piggyback like across Wait, so the so who's beach, the other like... guy i'm confused it's aaron and who then james james oh yeah. okay so james breaks up with anna like gotcha, goes gotcha, back gotcha, upstairs gotcha. and is like hey aaron do you want to leave with me yeah, yeah. Okay, and then okay, they okay. and then they leave together i can't believe james just... lasted the whole season i know that is he... so crazy to me he... he's like that he's like that guy it's like you haven't it's like he's literally big d it's like you haven't done anything and you're like at the end dude yeah wait wow. he was at the beginning yeah yes. <laughs> he was one of the first people to come in and then like somehow he just survived because remember he was with the girl who like had a boyfriend in texas or whatever victoria like p right oh yeah, one of the, one of the right. victorias right 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 and right, then right. tia saved him for a little bit and then like i think he picked demi at one point it was just a whole thing yeah um no yeah demi like fully misted him she like was like james oh my god and then she got her rose and then she she left him immediately oh, for yeah. kenny the, oh my god i saw this instagram post of that was showing the um like instagram follower statistics for everybody who was on this season and most people went up with the exception of um, Brendan and Piper. Yeah. Brendan lost Bre over 100,000 followers, which yeah. is crazy. But Demi gained like 1,000 only. And she already had she pretty good numbers. Like her numbers went up by like 0.06% or something. Damn. I would wager that she already has so many Bachelor followers though. Like all the people yeah. who follow people because of the Bachelor Nation already follow her. She's been on the show for like three or four years at this point. Mm -hmm. What about Ivan? Did he go down or up? I do not remember. 
like for a couple way up for a couple of seasons there was like the demi date where demi would come in and host a date every season for both the bachelor and the bachelorette really yeah for like at least three three or four i don't think it was an official thing but like she was just popular like so i feel like she you know what i mean like she already has her fans and her haters so just because she only gained net 1,000 followers doesn't mean that she only gained 1,000 followers. She could have lost a bunch of followers because of the show and gained new ones. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Also, just, just a little side tangent. Um, for my birthday, we went to a couple wineries. And on that same day, Natasha went to the winery next door to where we were. Whoa. Yeah. And I found out a day later that that, that yeah. could have been so cool. Anyways, so <laughs> what well, is there anything else then? Well, uh, no. Okay, my favorite part about this whole James and Aaron thing was that after Aaron dumped Tia, they had this little bit of her like pulling her rolly suitcase across the beach, like yelling about how angry she was. <laughs> like clearly, her the, it was. You can't use a rolly suitcase on the beach. It was not looking great. She was leaving like the lines in the sand behind her and being like, what's even the point of all this? Like I spent all this time and blah, 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 blah. And this is how it ends for me. And blah, I'm never coming back here. And it was, I felt bad for her, but it was very funny. It was really, really funny. Yeah. Can I say a hot take that I th- oh. I've been ruminating about a little bit? And how they could fix Bachelor in Paradise, at least for me. I've been saying I hate the, I hate the, um, oh my God, what's it called? Dates. The dates are so boring. Yeah. What if they didn't, I think they should maybe turn it into more like a big brother experience where you're not allowed to leave. You're all just trapped there, right? There's no expeditions to places. All the dates are things that they do in the villa together. Kind of like how uh, Love Island does it. Like they do Truth or Dare, whatever the fuck it is. But they could do stuff that's not that. They could have done nude volleyball on the beach right there at the villa or whatever they want to do, right? But keep it all there so all the bonding happens more naturally and isn't these like weird forced sit-down conversations that like drag on for 20 minutes. It is the most paint-drying television I've ever watched to see like, brendan and piper go on a date for 20 minutes like i wanted to rip my ears off yeah i i get what you mean the dates are like always the worst part especially because you like get some momentum in an episode and then it's just like driving straight into like a wall yeah and it's just like okay now we gotta see james and anna become human churros and then talk about their feelings <laughs> for 15 20 minutes yeah. It's kind of like the equivalent of like the challenges on Big Brother where I like just don't care yeah. at all and they're too long. <laughs> like yeah. I need to get like the gist you can get the gist of it in like five minutes, but they make it half the episode. <laughs> like please stop. I know. And then they explain it during the challenge. Exactly. Then, exactly. Yeah, drags it out. But exactly. But yeah. Anything else about BIP? Uh, yeah, Riley and Marissa got engaged. They were so cute. Cute. Super cute. Their little thing on the bed or on the when they were having their conversation about like, are we gonna go to the thing? Riley really made it seem like he was gonna break up with Marissa. Like he was 
like the dr music was really dramatic and he was talking like very like oh and I just and I just I don't know and blah 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 um but then I think he told her that he loved her and she was like you son of a bitch I thought you were gonna break up with me blah, blah, blah. but they're very, very they're super cute together That's so they got engaged damn um, Alyssa I'm sorry but your man's Connor is punching the air right now I know such a, that's fine um because i think he's i think he probably would be happier to know that he was broken up with for someone who she was going to get engaged to uh, yeah true. he tweeted about it that's how i would feel personally so it's it's kind of like the whole i'd rather lose to the winner than lose to another <laughs> loser yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah that's smart. Right. yeah yeah that's yeah good. so they ended up together um mari and kenny ended up together they got engaged. That's not going to last. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They're a weird couple. No They're so weird. They seem honestly very cute together. Yeah. Um, having these like talks though, where they're just like, they just like don't feel like the other person is like in 100%. I don't but know. Maybe they're just wild. If they don't, yeah. if they don't end up together, like I think of all the couples who did end up together, they are the least likely to like stay in it long term. But for me, that's mostly just because Mari is twenty five and yeah. Kenny is forty, so they're at like very different places in their life. How old's um, Riley? I have no idea. Uh, um. Yeah. Um, might, I, I felt like Riley was like late 30s too. He, like maybe like 37. I have no I idea. I don't think he's that old. I don't think he's that old. But I, hey, don't ask me. I just work here. <laughs> but uh, I guess, okay, okay, so who else then? Who else then? And then, and then Joe and Serena got Joe engaged. Joe and Serena right? oh, yeah. got engaged right before. Serena came out for Joe to propose to her, though. Kendall came back out. Uh, this <laughs> bitch, she needs to get a fucking life. I'm sorry. And, and, yeah. and, How the fuck did she come back? Did she stay on the I don't know. Is, she, is, is she Ezekiel from Total Drama World Tour? And she just got <laughs> stuck on the plane and she's just <laughs> been there the entire time, just like Gollum watching over, bro. I can so picture like exactly this scene. Alyssa knows what I'm talking about, where Bethany and Jill are fighting in Real Housewives of New York, and Bethany's like, "You need to find a hobby," and Jill's like, uh, "A hobby? You told me to find a hobby." That's what uh, Serena needs to say to Kendall. Go find a fucking hobby. Well, get away okay. from Joe. <laughs> so, so you think that Kendall's coming out to be like, "Don't get engaged," um, but mm -hmm. what what actually ends up happening is. Kendall comes out and she's she pretty much just is like this has been really hard for me but I'm really happy that you're happy and like like I'm really happy that you found Serena and that you're doing this so she essentially just gave her or gave him her blessing I still hate that which yeah, yeah. it was a lot she, he doesn't need her blessing exactly yeah. also she like clearly wasn't like to me, she definitely didn't seem like as okay with it as she's was saying. Like her eye was like twitching and she's like sobbing. Like she looked a totally little crazy. Good. I'm so happy this is happening. <laughs> what like, the oh, hell? Um, 
they should just bring out everyone's ex before they get like yeah that's a different show it's called x on the beach (laughs) (laughs) um and it's amazing might i add it is Ooh, we should we'll add that one to the bucket list x on the beach oh that's a good show okay Um, so i hate that i hate that uh are we yes but i think everything that's kind of it the on the show um because then at the after everybody got engaged and everybody left paradise they had like a montage being like this is where everybody is now and on that, it said that Brendan and Piper were still together, but Brendan and Piper broke up like two weeks ago. Yeah. They were still together after the show ended. Hmm. Um, I'm surprised. They, they'll probably reveal that at the tell-all. I don't think there's going to be a tell-all. Really? I don't think so. Because okay. Bachelorette starts next week. Yeah. Oh, that's two interesting. Weeks. Two weeks? I was just joking. Oh. <laughs> you look genuinely so sad just that time. we're not watching it it's trash no we are well okay if what starts- you're back on we are watching it Todd. we, we were in solidarity I we were together we? on this don't there cross no the picket we. line there is no we in this there is taj is watching it oh, but yeah, it starts true. i'll probably it is starting watch it. he's not on alive. The it's just technically starting a week. It starts on the nineteenth. Oh um, my gosh! And we're filming this on the tenth, so it's like a week and a half. It comes out. Let's see, let's talk about Survivor. <gasps> yeah, let's talk about Survivor. So I gotta, oh. I gotta start with. Oh, I'm so sorry. One thing before we leave okay. the Bachelor. Um, a new host was appointed. Chris Harrison. Yeah, and he's boring. <laughs> he's like, he's like a boring white dude who's like a season five winner. He's a football player. Boring. Yeah, he he looks boring and and like exactly the opposite kind of person that they should have. I think it should have been Wells. Yeah, Yeah. it literally should have been. Yeah, Wells would have done a great job. And his wife, they could have done it together. I think it'd been really cute. Yeah, so Tisha's a good host. Have you seen Love Is Blind? No. Yes. Um, Love Is Blind was that Netflix dating show, and Nick Lachey and his wife host it together. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Why yeah. did I think Nicholas? Why is it gay? not Wells? Um, probably because he's in a boy band and half of them seem gay. So. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think Wells could have done a good job. Yeah, that would have been yeah. cute. Yeah, I mean, he already was like pretty much the host of this of like Bachelor in Paradise. It's probably because he doesn't have much hosting experience, but I think he would be fine at it. I don't know. I think he'd be good at it. Yeah. Okay, Survivor. Anyway. Survivor. Survivor. Taj, how are you feeling about that? Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry, pick. Taj. <laughs> that Brad okay. pick. Your third was, pick on the board. That was a. I I was happy. Eighth overall. <laughs> Brad's awesome, but um, no, yeah, Brad is a, he, amazing. I kind of like. I kind of knew like once like once. I mean, I knew the tribe that was going to tribal. Like whoever lost, I was like, oh, Brad's out. Like Brad had kind of like. He had a good, he had a little good episode. He yeah. had a good little three episode arc. Yeah, especially this say. one. You know, he got a lot of screen time. He got his whole thingy, all of his trinkets and whatnot. But um, I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm feeling good. But I'm, you know what? I'm I... so sorry, Taj. <laughs> Taj has lost three of six Half members of his, of his team. team. So Half funny. of his team in only three episodes. Four episodes. No, three episodes. My, just three episodes. <laughs> my My team is still fully intact. Here's the th- I yep. I think that 
Garrett, I think you're right. I do think that Shan is our winner. I hope Shan, so. I, Shan we has had been like getting a, a really good edit. Yeah, maybe too good. Episode, maybe she's going to get her head chopped off. She had a moment this episode oh. where she had like a moment where like she just told a heartfelt moment, something that she didn't need to talk about, but she did. Oh, I and felt like it was very poignant when I felt like this was this was like a needed like are you talking about the, the divorce conversation? Yeah. yeah. I felt like that was, that was awful. very awful, but like good way of capturing her character. I don't feel like it was unneeded character development. No, 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 but I'm saying like she didn't like need to bring up this moment, but like and like the fact that she had this moment yeah. talking about, it, I mean, awful situation, but like very heartfelt. And yeah. like that's like the winner's edit. Definitely. She talks like, about how her parents made her decide between them when she was five in front of them. She picked her mom and it broke her dad's heart and she's felt guilty about it ever since. Ooh, rough. Very awful. That's just so terrible. Um, but. Alyssa, have you watched? I forget. You've watched some Survivor, but how, what did you think of the episode? um i very much enjoyed watching how awkward it was for them to say their little phrases at each other um <laughs> what's your favorite I, phrase um i think butterflies are dead relatives saying hi uh broccoli looks like a bunch of little trees or i'm as confused as the goat on astroturf oh that one's so good the that goat on the astroturf i am okay but overall you liked the episode yeah i thought it was good Okay. I really enjoyed the episode. And then when I went online, I was horrified. <laughs> like the fan reaction to this episode is the worst reaction I've ever seen to an episode of Survivor, maybe. That's Why? not that's not like for some problematic reasons, right? Like obviously when the whole season 39 stuff happened, yeah, a lot of negative reaction to that. Like that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying everyone. Not everyone, but a big portion of the Survivor fan base was like, this fucking sucked. I hated it. There's too many advantages. This isn't the show I love. And I was baffled. I was like, this is what? this was great. I love it. I love the cast. The only thing I feel like is we're missing some stuff. Like, I personally feel like this story that we have in front of us is there is a great story there. And we might just be missing some pieces that could make it even better. That doesn't mean this is a bad season. But yeah, I don't even... <laughs> I don't even think that there's that many advantages. Like, cause when you. This episode was like all advantages. Like we had it, the, the triple beware advantage. Then they went to the Island and did the whole tarp steal a vote thing. And then Brad found the idol and then Brad did the idol phrase. But and then JD had his extra vote get found by Shan. Like most of this episode revolved around advantages. But yeah, but when you're like thinking about it in the grand scheme, it's it's not more than like this. Yes, this episode was very advantage focused, but it's you're we're not seeing more advantages than you are on an average season in yeah. recent history. I agree. I think that um, this episode as an anomaly where a lot of stuff was getting explained is fine. Like, that's how Survivor... Like, you have to have those episodes where they explain new mechanics. I would just hate if this was every episode. I but think I think the fans are thinking it's going to be like this every episode when it doesn't make sense for it. Like, they're not going to yeah. keep yeah. introducing new things. It's not going to happen. It's just kind of how it worked out, right? Like, Brad yeah. happened to have gotten both 
advantages yeah in like the same time period so it's like because like you know we saw the first advantage whatever like episode two i think when xander found his i think that so it's yeah. kind of like it just like all was just at no, the that same was the, time. oh yeah that was episode two just all at the same time everything was found so i, I but i get it it was very like explaining a lot of things i think that the place that they could have cut it out was i think that the whole like mini beware advantages that they hid in each fireplace that was a lot was over the top too much it took up a lot of time of we had to see each person like find it and then read the same thing we just heard someone else read mm-hmm. like they could have done a diff they could have edited that and like what if they imagine if they took like a real editing risk and showed us a three shot yeah like a shot of all the camps and you just see all three fire pits and you just see three different hands bend down and grab the advantages all at the same time and then you don't see who has it and then you see the paper unfold and then it zooms back you see all three of their faces at the same time in sync reading the words like that could have been cool right but they made yeah. this like long fucking sequence that was boring also, another thing about this episode was there was a lot of flashbacks. Like, oh my god, I hated it. I hated it. Brad was talking. And he's like, "Well, I also found the idol." And you're like, "What?" And he's like, "And then so it's like 20 minutes ago." He's like, "Him and Genie, me and Genie yeah. found the like." They did that like probably five times because it starts with like Sydney going like mm-hmm. talking on the beach, like, "Oh yeah, like Nasir wants to take out uh, Danny," and they're like, "What?" And then whoosh flashback to last night like they did a lot and i feel like every once in a while survivor has those episodes where they do a lot of flashbacks in one episode like i've seen that before but well in david versus goliath they used a flashback for the first time when dan found his idol and then they've kind of been like adding him in from there i know in edge of extinction they did it a couple times as well but i felt like this episode they did it a lot of times in one episode and it was just like a too much for me yeah. It just kind of felt like someone tweeted the survivor editors discovered non-linear storytelling and really like <laughs> ran with it today. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that kind of is how it felt. Like they discovered a new trick and they only wanted to do that for a little while. Yeah. Like I get it. Like sure, whatever. But if they did that every episode, it's really jarring. Like I felt like I was being like jolted back and forth between scenes and like it's kind of hard to follow sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, it was like a bit. It was like the bit of like someone does a flashback and they're like, let's keep doing this bit of just like people saying flashback moments like this happened last night or like like a week ago. I know we talked about Brad a little bit, but I want to kind of dig into Brad as a character because this man is being regarded as one of the greatest pre-mergers of all time. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, he's like he's like top 50. I loved him. I love Brad. I don't personally have him up there. I think he's great. I think he did so much. Um, I don't know. He he made me laugh a lot. Yeah, he was a good character. Was he a great player? Hmm, No, I don't know about that one. Um, I loved his Ferris Bueller thing. So good. And I like, I like said that he was doing that, and then in confessional he said that, and I like screamed. <laughs> I was like, "The TV heard me." Um, he like made a little. About. He, he made like the body of himself on the beach oh, so he could sneak yeah, away, yeah, yeah. and that's from Ferris Bueller, like I think original, or I don't know if it's originally, but that's the movie that I think of when I think of the person mm-hmm. hiding in the bed because he has the most advanced, like he has the whole like snoring thing and like all that shit. But anyways. He said, I pulled a Ferris Bueller in his confessional and I was like, oh my God, Brad heard me. Um, that was great. 
But the part that I love the absolute most about Brad this episode was when he completely flubbed his delivery of his the phrase. Broccoli like, like, yes. Yes. Even close to what he was supposed to say. And then it ended, he says something along the lines of, I- I'm just a little broccoli lad. <laughs> <laughs> so funny to me. I was like, this man, I'm just a little broccoli lad. That was so good. You know, Jeff. The thing that struck me about that particular scene where they were like about to do the challenge is that Xander said his line before Brad and to me that means that Xander is going to say that line every no he didn't single... yeah he said yes, it after he did. He said no he said it afterwards because oh, right, Brad right. says this thing and then Jeff goes Xander what'd you think about that and then Xander says oh it reminded right. me of when I said butterflies bad relatives yeah and I was like, why did Jeff cue him up so easily? Yeah, I know, right? I was like, perfect. That's just, true. Just set him up. But Oh, I'm totally misremembering. Never mind. That's a bummer. I can't, okay. I can't wait for them all to say it. It's going to be such a fun moment. Well, I, like... well, I want to know what's going to happen because oh, yeah, Brad got voted out. Brad's out, yeah. <laughs> They've got to rehide it, right? Yeah, but who's going to find it? I think JD is the only person who would open it. <laughs> but yeah. maybe, I don't know. Oof. But, because no Shan one... knows about it. She knows yeah. what it, how it works. Because Brad showed I, her. Ricard might. So then, I yeah, I wonder if Shan told Ricard how it works. But they don't want to lose their vote when there's only four people in the tribe. Well, I my prediction is that this upcoming week, we're going to see a tribe swap to two tribes. Because we're at 14. That would be good. I would like, I would like to see that mix things up dissolving yeah i would like to see bigger tribes that'd be nice yeah that is my official prediction yeah because now we have two tribes of four and one tribe of six like that just does it yeah i want luvu to go to tribal council that's what i want to happen yeah hey, green <laughs> no blue. The blue tribe oh yeah, yeah yeah but i don't want nasir to go home yeah what is I up with want... sydney gosh she's she's <laughs> she's, uh, she's had quite the roller coaster of a character arc. Her and Nasir have this duel that's going on that we never like really get to see. We just like hear about it. Like Nasir told the group that Danny and Jason were looking for an idol, and then Sydney immediately backstabbed him. That was in episode one. Then in episode two, the scene we get is Nasir like saving Luvu, like starting the fire, getting food, and then Sydney's like, "We love Nasir. We couldn't live without Nasir." And I, we're never voting him out. And then this episode, she was like, never mind. He's got to go. I was like, damn, Sydney, like, make up your effing mind. Like, you're all over the place. She's um, really getting a villain edit. Yeah, we called that one. Yeah. Specifically my against Nasir. Yeah. I, everyone online is Team Brad. Like, Brad has a huge following for some reason. I'm Team so funny. Nasir. Like, Nas- <laughs> I literally can't even explain. I've tried to put this into words in text. I have not felt this, like, I have not been rooting for someone this hard on Survivor since, like, Spencer and Kageon when I was, like, a kid watching it. Like, I love Nasir. I want Nasir to go as far as he possibly can. I want him to slay all of my faves. I don't care if he votes out <laughs> Shannon Ricard. I want Nasir to fucking take this thing. I love Nasir. I am team Nasir. That is Nasir. Do we have do I appreciate that because Nasir's on my team. So I don't, I literally don't care. I love him. He is just <laughs> like, 
every time he's on screen, he lights me up. Like I am so ecstatic. Like I want, I could watch a whole episode of just Nasir walking around a beach, interacting with things. I'd be fine with that. Like I need more Nasir. Give me Nasir. Do we, do we have a change of opinion on JD? Cause he still to me is like, eh. I think he's arrogant. I find him really annoying. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big think, JD guy. I don't know. I don't, like I don't, he has called himself hot like three times this season. What has he? Yes, he in the well, first thought, episode thought, he talks about his make me arrogant. Not it depends on what the context is, but he like is coming. <laughs> I find it to be arrogant when he comes back and he says, My hair is so beautiful, it's flowing in the wind, my gorgeous locks. And then at Tribal oh, Council, true. he was like, I look beautiful now, I got hot, like he I was a nerd, and that. he literally said something along the lines of, I got hot. Like I was a nerd and now I'm cool and hot. Like he also yeah. talks about how pretty he is all the time. And I just think it's it reminds me of Morgan from Survivor Kageyama, where she's like, well, if you'd rather be ugly or hot, most people would pick hot. So I don't remember Morgan. Morgan's the super either. airhead girl. And she's like, she, she okay, if you ever go back and rewatch Kageyama and you are looking for Morgan moments, Morgan constantly throughout the entire season says, not to sound conceited and then says something incredibly <laughs> conceited. <laughs> like, like she does it the whole season. It's so funny. I think she's a queen. I mean, I love her. She's queen of the pillows, according to Tony. Um, he calls her a pillow because she just lays in the shelter. Speaking of pillows, <laughs> what about Holly? Who the hell's Holly? Who's Heather. Holly? Who's Heather? <laughs> Heather. <laughs> She she is Holly like, Allen, twenty four, Wyoming. That's a Big Brother joke. Yeah. Anyways, twenty one. Yeah. Heather, yes. Heather is literally like invisible. Girl, girl doesn't even have a confessional. She had yeah. one in episode one, she she was, and like, it was nothing. <laughs> I'm excited to play Survivor. Pretty much, I don't even remember is, what it was. That is not promising. No, no Heather's not gonna win. Heather. Uh, is she she might be first gone whenever uh that's that tribe goes to tribal no i, I feel like know, she'll probably be in the merge <laughs> but i don't think she's gonna win i feel like that's um, our winner i would love it i feel like it'll if blue were to go to to tribal it would be sydney or nasir because heather is also trying to get sydney out did she say that how do we know yes yeah, yeah, she did. In that, not in the episode, but in that, did you watch that bonus clip that Garrett sent us that was like, that Which Heather, one? The, oh, the one about Heather. Heather's dream. Yeah, oh, that yeah, she made yeah. up. Yeah. So I think Heather I forgot like, to mention that part on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, we talked about this last week. Heather, there's this like secret bonus clip that was posted online of Heather being like, I had a dream that Sydney stole my torch. And so now I'm going to try to get Sydney out, like to Sydney. And Sydney was like, ha, that's crazy. And in confessional, Heather was like, I totally made that up. I just want to get Sydney out. Which is like. <laughs> you're like, you're, you're saying the right words, but I feel like you're not quite doing justice to how um, insane the plan comes across when she presents it. Cause she's like, she says it like, she says like what you said, but then also like, I'm just trying to get the energy that she's bad out there. And hopefully other people will catch on to that. 
and voter. Like she's not trying to like campaign against Sydney. She's trying to make Sydney look bad by saying she had a bad dream about her and hoping she, that means trying, other people will vote her out. She's trying to manipulate <laughs> the vibe, which I'm not not to call myself out. If I was playing Survivor, I would do that. It's so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. I, would I wish I was in the episode. The vibe. Yeah, that oh. should have been in the episode. Um, one of the best moments of this episode is when uh, Ua lost the challenge and then Jeannie just like aggressively kicks her water bottle. Oh, yeah. It was loved- so oh, funny was to so me. It's so funny. I- also, this challenge in particular, I don't know if I was just like in a good mood, but I was cracking up this whole challenge. Like people were making me laugh when they're on the like rope thing and like falling in. I don't know. I was having a good time. I loved how, I loved how Jeff was talking to Tiffany. <laughs> yes well, he was Tiffany like, in general is just hilarious girl. oh do we want to talk about Tiffany on the like island thing really quick because that was hilarious to me Tiffany versus Sydney I yeah. hope they make the merge together because that was chaotic in like after like five minutes of meeting each other Tiffany and Sydney were fighting basically yeah they were like very close to feuding because Sydney was like well Tiffany you can't risk your vote and then Tiffany's like I can risk my vote if I want to. Yeah. What are you saying? Huh? <laughs> huh? Sydney? You ain't got nothing on me, Sydney. I'm I mean, Tiffany from New York. <laughs> in confessional, they both were like, yeah, I'm, I don't really trust Tiffany. I don't really trust her. And, t- and t- Tiffany's like, Sydney, that, her energy. I don't like her energy. I don't like that girl. Yeah. It was so funny to me. It was great. That would be a very good dynamic to watch play out. Sydney has like a really funny voice too. In that scene where we're with Heather, she says, like, she wants to vote me out because of a freaking dream. Like, she says it like that. Like, freaking dream. <laughs> I love the way she dream-a. talks. Go listen to it again. I promise you hear it. She, she goes, a freaking dream. Dream-a. Oh, my Anyways. God. Uh, is there anything else on Survivor? Um. I don't think so. That's good. I got nothing else to say. So we should move Head back on. to camp. We That's are going for you. Talk about this week. Yeah. Do you want me to do my Potomac teaser first as like an appetizer before we start talk about Give SLC? Me a Potomac appetizer. Okay. So on the Real Housewives, of Pot- we're going to talk about Real Housewives now. Uh, on the Real Housewives of Potomac, they went to Chesapeake Bay for a girls' trip. And they brought, some of them brought their husbands. Uh-oh. And it got wild quickly um, when one guy named G got like really fucking drunk at like 12 in the afternoon and then was like pantomiming having like a horse dick yeah. <laughs> in front of the other women. And all the women were like, what the fuck is going on right now? Not a fan of that. But the part I want to talk about is there's a feud going on between Mia and Candace. That's the only two characters you need to know. Candace is like the villain of Potomac. She joined in season three and she's like former pageant girl, um, super mama's girl at the same time, but hates her mother. That's a complicated relationship. Mia is the new housewife who joined this season. They've been fighting because Mia, during the middle of Candace's music video shoot, went up to Candace's mom and said, so, does Candace's husband make any money? Or is he just a low life, <laughs> Like, not getting paid. And Candace's mom is horrible. Her name's Dorothy. 
in one season, Dorothy hit Candace with a purse and then tried to say that it was an accident. Like it didn't happen on camera. But Candace was like, no, you hit me with your purse. And Dorothy was like, no, I was just turning. I was just turning, Candace. I swear. And I'm like, that's not what happened. But that's beside the point. Um, so then Candace is pissed at Mia because um, she talks shit about her husband, right? So then at the girls' trip, Mia gets a phone call from her friends. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I have time to talk to you. You're my uh rich respectful friends i don't have time for these broke bitches and then like, walks oh out the God. room and candace loses her shit because candace is like she'll go off on you so fast and she goes you call me a broke bitch and then she goes your mama is low budget <laughs> bad 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 mia and her mom do not have a good relationship because mia's mom was an addict and gave her up Ooh. and she was in foster care oh. and they're just now repairing their relationship Bro. and candace called her mom low budget she said that, that you have big man feet blow. she's she's talking about mia's feet all the time she's like mia you gotta put those man feet away <laughs> um oh my god it's bad candace is horrible <laughs> but like i i am this is this is my dirtiest guiltiest secret i am a candace fan even though she's the worst person on this show <laughs> The show got good when Candace came on because she adds so much to the drama. It's so good. Okay, then they go down to the kitchen and they start like verbally sparring, right? And she's like, your mama's low budget. You got big feet. Yeah, well, your, your husband doesn't do anything, whatever the hell they're saying, right? Mia grabs a handful of salad and throws it at Candace. And then Candace gets even more pissed and chucks more salad back at Mia. And that's where the episode ends. They're in the middle oh, of a food fight. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my that god. That is so funny. That's so trashy. It's literally I so trashy. Love it. <laughs> what happened on this week's episode of Salt Lake City is gonna pale in comparison, I feel like. No, I think it's funnier. There's the the whole um Lisa Whitney thing was hilarious to me. Oh my god. Well, and all this okay. We should just get into it before yeah. we're just like talking about things that people don't necessarily know about. Um, I don't really remember how this episode starts. They were still at the thing. Oh, this is what I want to start with. Heather, so they're ice fishing and Heather has to leave early, which we knew was going to happen. Like her daughter had a thing. And Heather goes... I don't remember if this was a confessional or what it was, but she was like, this is why I love coming to these things. Like I couldn't miss it. Cause I couldn't miss out on the drama. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was a great, was this? Yeah. We got the rest of the ice fight. Didn't we? Ice fight. That sounds yeah, so really like, intense. It does. Yeah. It, it, so they were fighting. They're still fighting on the frozen lake where we left off yeah. last week. Oh and um, Jen throws her diamond bracelet, which is worth $70,000 into the snow. And Lisa has to like bend down and start like digging through the snow to look for it, which was Crazy. hilarious to me. And I was like, Jen, you might need that 70K soon. So you might not, might have wished you didn't chuck that bracelet. Um, but Whitney and Heather, like ESPN commentating the fight on the sidelines was so funny to me. Like Whitney and Heather were over by like the fishing area. And just like watching the girls fight, and then it would occasionally just cut back to them like commentating on the fight, being like, "Oh, what you say now? Ooh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh no!" And then Heather was like, 
I am not going to the thin side of the ice because I lied about my weight. And I thought that was really <laughs> relatable and oh funny. <laughs> I love Heather. Yeah, she's great. I love her. Um, This episode, we get to meet Angie, who looks like Sarah Paulson, according to the internet. And I agree. She, she does. She yeah. does <laughs> look like Sarah Paulson. I was also thinking that when watching the episode. Um, and I love Real Housewives for moments like this, where... I don't even know if the producers understand what they caught. I think they do. But Angie certainly does not understand that she got caught saying some stupid shit on camera and the editing was super shady. So the scene opens up and Lisa's explaining that her and Angie are friends and they bonded over their love of fast food. And then Angie's like, oh my God, yes, I love Chick-fil-A. I go to Chick-fil-A every day. And Lisa was like, Oh my god, I love that. I love that. Can I love Chick-fil-A. Can I touch it? Can I touch your nuggets? Can I touch, Can I touch your honey dipping sauce? I love Ew. that. That's great. Um, and Angie's like, yeah, I love Chick-fil-A. Anyways, do you want to come to my fundraiser for my trans child? <laughs> I was like, the fuck? Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> like, back to back, like in the same scene. And then explains how they're having this big fundraiser for LGBTQ charity called oh, like in circle or something like that. And I was just like, they, they caught that. Like they did that and they don't, I don't even know if they realized what they got there, but it was simultaneously horrible and funny. Like, Oh my God. So that, this, that's perfect. Yeah. This charity event is like the main plot of this, this episode, episode pretty much. Yeah. Like they're so, going to this charity event. Yeah. We um, learned that Whitney and Angie are recently friends and Lisa and Whitney do not get along. They are, they hate each other. Um, and it turns out that like apparently everyone you saw, Angie and Whitney are actually cousins. Um, like distant cousins. <laughs> distant cousins. They go all the way back to like, uh, what's his name? Brigham Young. Joseph founder, Smith. Brigham Young. Yeah. Yeah. A founder of the, it wasn't Brigham the Young. The Mormon church. Like a founder of the Mormon church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that happens. What happens with Mary this episode? I know there was something that happened. I don't remember. I can't. It's something with her son, maybe? No, because last week she was talking to her son about how he the, like has the to join cheese, the army. Right? Yeah, she was talking to him about how he has to join the army. And I don't know. Clearly, she has a very dysfunctional relationship with her son. But to me, honestly... Like, Mary is truly a crazy person, but Mary is very boring. Like, she's insane. Oh, I do not think she is boring. I but think she I, is. Oh, do you mean, like, drama-wise? Well, I don't know. Like, all of her scenes are, are her just being, like, talking about her son or talking about her shoes. Like, she's not involved in the, like, in the show that much, really. Like, we get weird little clips of her being, like, a weird little woman. Oh my gosh, I remember what it was. I remember what happened with Mary this week. What happened with She Mary is being week? a weird little woman. That's why I like seeing her. I like catching up when she's being a weird little woman. Like, nothing makes me happier <laughs> than when we get to go see weird little woman prancing on her green-ass ugly carpets with her ugly-ass house. Like, in her ugly-ass clothes. Like, nothing makes me happier, okay? That's what <laughs> I want. Um, no, this episode, we got one of the funniest fucking scenes I've ever seen from this weird little woman where she showed us a meme that Jen reposted. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. What was the exact meme? I Jen, need to. Jen posted a meme that was like a 
granddaughter and a grandfather and it yeah. said how it started and then it's mary yeah. and her husband yes. and it was how it's, how it's going. going because yeah that's what it was uh, Alyssa, if you don't know this mary one of the housewives is in order to inherit like this it's a cult that she runs churchy cult that she runs she had and to all the money. marry and all of the money and all of the houses and stuff yeah she had to marry her grandmother's husband her step-grandfather like, her her step-grandfather um okay her like her grandma was pretty much like i want i want mary to marry um robert or whatever his name is robert yeah so she is married to her step-grandfather grandpa robert actually. grandpa robert step-grandpa robert step-grandpa robert yeah robert senior oh yeah so so jen posted this meme i guess between seasons that said how it started how it's going that meme format okay um yeah because, jen posted yeah. that on her instagram story <laughs> jen's wow. like jen's part of jen's story arc the in the first half of this season is pretty much just like her cyber bullying all the other people on this show yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much and then but, being like why do i have to keep apologizing for cyberbullying? i apologize and then they're like because you keep cyberbullying us that's really <laughs> like, that's you don't stop <laughs> that's pretty much all it is she's like yeah jen is like truly such a specimen but this is not the part that i found the 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 most compelling about this episode the part that okay. i found most compelling is so because um shit what is her name whitney and lisa really don't get along and they have this mutual friend angie Angie told Lisa, oh yeah, like I'm really good friends with Whitney. I'm coming, like she's coming to this event that I'm hosting. And, and Lisa was like, I don't want you to be friends with her. Like she's bad news, whatever. And then Angie comes back the next day being like, just an hour after I talked to Lisa, like the caterers for the event pulled out saying like, they talked to Lisa's assistant and Lisa's assistant said that we needed to pull out of this event. Angie said well, what they said was, it. what they said was, this event isn't right for us. We've learned more information, and this event isn't going to be right for us. Yeah, yeah, pretty like, and the bulk of what Angie said that this text was saying was that essentially Lisa and Lisa's company was directly involved in them pulling out of this event that was like essentially what the main part of this was and Andrew was like I don't understand why Lisa would do this to me blah 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 goes to talk to Whitney about it and Whitney's like oh well clearly Lisa is messing with your stuff and that's just like everybody's fighting Whitney about being it. messy okay no this is Angie being messy because what came out after this episode aired is the oh yeah I company, saw the catering company said we did not say that Angie made this all up <laughs> oh my god Ooh. no I think what more happened was that Angie is 
going along with Whitney's plan. I think it's Whitney's plan. I do think Angie lied, but I think it's Whitney's plan because I think Whitney's trying to take Lisa down. Because Whitney was so prepared with like, oh, it was Lisa. You know what I mean? Like she knew what to do. And Angie totally lied. Angie totally made this up. She did. But in my heart, I think Whitney's the the real one behind this. Um, really? Yeah. Whitney oh, hates do. Lisa. She tried to do this to her last season. She tried to be like, Lisa, you had bartenders come and they were horrible. They drank. They got drunk. We ran out of tequila. And Lisa was like, I gave you Vita tequila and you're going to treat me like this. How dare you, Whitney? <laughs> I don't understand the beef between them because I, I do not, I did not feel like that incident was in beef inciting. No, I think there's something that's like not being shown on screen. There there's got, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But they just don't like each other. I think is honestly what it boils down pretty to. Mu- pretty much. But that stuff about, about Angie lying about that didn't come out until after the episode aired. Um, um did so you they're all just arguing about it during the episode yeah but lisa has a line where she says something to angie and she was like i didn't realize you want to be friends with this and then points to whitney and whitney's like this oh really i was like that's hilarious yeah I... and like lisa and angie are having this conversation and whitney comes in and she says it's because she hears fighting and she wants to like support her friend angie yeah. and lisa's like whitney why are you even in here like, you need <laughs> so to leave. Funny. It's so funny. Wow. And they're all uh, fighting. But I also okay. I remembered what? another thing that Mary did in this episode that was really funny to me. What um, did Mary Meredith do? Meredith like shows up at Mary's house and she's like, I just had a vampire facial. And oh, Mary's yeah. like, What's that? And Meredith's like, they take your blood out and they spin it around and they inject it back into your face. And Mary's like, oh my, oh my, not, not vampires. And she just has a fucking, what, what'd you call her? A little weird woman? She has her little weird woman reaction to Meredith getting a vampire facial. And I thought that was hilarious. She I wish I remember what she said. Not vampires. She's, she's werewolf. She's pro werewolf, anti-vampire. <laughs> Um, oh mary is so weird she i loved when um uh lisa like walks in to the party and like whitney and jenny i think are standing right at the entrance and lisa comes in and goes jenny and then walks past Whitney, like just right, say shit like to her. inches from Whitney. Oh, the other thing is that Mary went to this event, and Jen is standing there, and Mary says, "I'd rather climb over the banister than walk past Jen Shaw." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That was great. It was so okay, but the the thing that is the most memorable, and I think the thing that people are talking about the most about this episode, and I know the people are talking about it because this is the only thing that Alyssa knew about this episode, was that the end clip for like the coming up next week was, um, was, shit, what is her name? Why can I not remember any of these people? No, 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 no. Meredith, it was Meredith's husband being like, well, you gotta have sex with your wife while she's sleeping. Oh yeah. What? I didn't hear about that. 
Oh my god! Oh my I totally god. You did. Oh. Yeah, the end clip was her oh. husband Seth, who sucks. He sucked oh, yeah. last season. Um, think about what he did this episode. He did the fucking um. Is he, is he, he was like, wants all the kids? He wants more another. No, kid? that's Dewey. No, 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 no. Oh. Um, that's what I know about. Um, Seth in this episode, he was talking to Heather and he said, Heather, you have such a great personality because I've never noticed how great your tits are. And I was like, <gasps> Yeah, what you the hell? That. I was like, The fuck? And then they just like laughed it off. Like they weren't like, they, they, oh it God. wasn't played as an uncomfortable moment on the show, but I was also, like, what the fuck's going on? Was that this week or last week that Seth was like, wow, I didn't never that, notice what week. color your yeah. eyes were, <laughs> yeah, Meredith? That was last week. <laughs> to his wife, he never knew what color her eyes were. Oh, yeah. always have blue that. eyes. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, apparently the upcoming clip from next week that they showed was all the husbands sitting at a table and him being like, Yeah, there's a boys wins. night out. Whatever Whitney's husband's name is. What is his name? Uh, it doesn't matter. Jason? I don't know. He was like... Justin. Yeah, Justin. He, Justin. And he was like, oh, yeah, because, yeah, like, the only thing about having sex with your wife is you got to make sure that you don't wake her up or something like that. Oh, my God. Bro, please. And, like, and he was like, you don't understand what I'm saying, Justin. And Justin was kind of like... No, I do not. No, I do not. <laughs> this is like, don't put me in this. That's yeah, which is Ugh. wild. It is wild. So many parts about this are wild. It is wild that he would that he does that. It is wild that he would say that in front of a group of people or I mean, on TV. And it is wild that they put it in the show. Is it no, wild? Not, that they put it, okay, in the, the show? it is because... not wild that they put it in the show. There's yeah. literally a whole season of Potomac where one of the husbands sexually assaulted a cameraman, and that's like the storyline of the season. No, what? Way. oh my god, yeah, he like groped him, and like, what the hell? Legally, nothing ever really came of it, so I don't think that they ever they kept them on. His wife's still on, she's. There's so many theories about it. I personally think that she's holding out until she can get away with her kids and money and leave him because he cheated on her a bunch of times also. Um, he's also secretly gay and in love with one of the other house husbands. It's a whole mess. That's why I love Potomac. <laughs> you got to watch oh it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that's season four, baby. That's yeah. after the knife fight. Knife fight? <laughs> Dude, what knife fight? These people, man. These people. There's a, bro. T- a point in Potomac where Candace and Ashley are going at it at Candace's house. And then, but it came out that during that season that Candace's mom, Dorothy, we talked about her, was paying half the mortgage of their house. And so Candace like grabbed her like butter knife, the kitchen, like the silverware knife, right? And like slammed her hand down on the table while she was yelling at Ashley. And Ashley was like, oh, oh, you better, you better not uh scratch your mama's table. And then that sent Candace off the edge. Cause she was oh like, Oh my god. Candace then took her butter knife. And I'm gonna like demonstrate. This is the table. She was like, Don't talk about my mother in my house. And then she like throws the knife accidentally. And people <laughs> think that she threw it at Ashley. I don't think she threw it at Ashley. I think she just kind of like chucked it. It doesn't even land close to Ashley, but it's dramatic as fuck. And then Ashley is told to leave, and then she comes back in the house, and then she's told to leave again, then she comes back in the house, then she's told to leave a third time, then she tries to come back in again. Oh, my God. Great episode. 
Oh my god. This is I love the show. Love it. <laughs> it's, well, the, it's like the trashiest of the trash. It's a lot. I think we, we the way we describe it honestly makes it sound trashier than it seems like when you're watching it. Like Bad Girls Club is infinitely trashier than Real Housewives. Yeah, you're right. Nothing is as trashy as Bad Girls Club. But Bad Girls Club is oh so good. Taj, no. And that's it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming to the podcast <laughs> that, today. That sucks. <laughs> We're bringing back but, the bucket list, sort of, while we're in our the yeah. Do we want to reveal what we're talking about? Okay. Go. I said, "Do Project you want to reveal Way. what we're talking about?" And you said, "Okay." <laughs> oh, I thought you said we. <laughs> said, do we're, you? we're watching the season premiere of Project Runway, which comes out in just a couple days, so we're gonna watch it. I've just never this seen premiere. It. Surprise! Surprise! My mom I, used to be obsessed with it. The old seasons of Project Runway are honestly so good. Like some of the best reality TV, especially season, I think it's 10, is just phenomenal. Like it's full of the kookiest people and they make some cool ass clothes. Um, but yeah, we'll have some fun with that. Yeah, we'll get into it next time. And um, done with a little bit of Bachelor in Paradise, but... We'll be on the train soon again. Nope, nope. You are going to be on a unicycle by yourself. <laughs> a unicycle by yourself. You could just ride a bike by yourself. Nope, unicycle. More difficult. Don't know how to do that. Because oh. right, watching The Bachelor is like riding a unicycle. It's incredibly difficult. It makes it. me feel alone. Yeah. Talk about going to have our own separate Bachelor podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah more than you. The At Real and Podcast. The At Real, Real Podcast. <laughs> Uh, look at that we have we have, th- we have two yeah. new podcast ideas all in the same episode i know i don't think the over. first the first one was not in the episode okay well it was That's called fine. the gate gatekeep podcast we gatekeep but we're going <laughs> corporate baby we're going we're becoming smosh we got the smosh empire coming for get real yeah. gaming get real get why, real, music, get real why foods. wouldn't so we call many- it like get something else Get, get real cooking. food. Get- yeah, like if we did a food one, it'd be get cooking. Or if we did like a, a Marvel one, it'd be like get. If how about can we Infinity. start a gaming channel and yeah. we can call it get played? Yeah, Ooh. I accept I don't oh. game or get real gaming. <laughs> okay. Game Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, Bye. thanks, Alyssa, for coming. Thanks, Alyssa. Bye. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. 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 And we'll get real with you. And then that's the I don't think that pod- that's what gatekeeping is. <sighs> that is not what gatekeeping is. Wouldn't okay, you like just, to know? We All record right. the podcast and don't release it. It's just <laughs> for us. Now, I'm going to be honest. Oh, <clears throat> You just left. <laughs> Gary really just left. He, he couldn't take the pressure of the Gatekeep podcast. He go boss too close to the sun and he had to leave. Are you right? I love it. Down? Yeah, he was he was frozen and I was hoping that he would recover so I wouldn't have to edit this part out and we wouldn't have to say anything. I was hoping he was just solid and he was going to say a really witty comment. Like he was just really focusing on a joke. Oh, thank you.